Thank you for listening to Embassy City Church's audio podcast. We pray God speaks to you through this message and his word today. For more information on our church, please visit us at embassycity.com. Right. Uh, turn to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. We have been in a series on uh, the person of the Holy Spirit. And um, has anybody been here for the, the two weeks I've been teaching on it? It's been... I hope it's been good for you. Last week, we had an incredible amount of people uh, get spirit-filled, become baptized in uh, the the Holy Spirit, which is absolutely awesome. We had a ton of people come up to get refilled last week, which was amazing. What I loved about it is I saw young people. I saw older people. I saw married couples. I saw a bunch of people coming to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and having the stigma associated with this person taken off so that they could receive the promise that Jesus wanted to give, which was the gift of the Holy Spirit. So uh, if you haven't been here, you can catch up on all the podcasts. The first week was, I have to introduce you to my friend. (laughs) Still have to say it like that. I have to be obedient to my own instruction. And so that was the first week, and that was Holy Spirit 101. Last week was, is it okay if my friend moves in with you? And that was Holy Spirit 2. Oh, two. Today is Holy Spirit 303. Guys ready for the title of the message? My friend brought gifts for everybody. (laughs) My friend brought gifts for everyone. There's a few uh, cultural colloquialisms that I would like to let you know are not new. Um, You know, there's there's certain phrases that become popular in culture and people actually think uh, they originated with the, with the first person they heard say it, um, uh, like, like a phrase that, that has uh, kind of a funny and, and more crude uh, expression, make it rain. I'm going to make it rain. God did that first. I can show you that in the Bible. God made it rain before anyone else did, okay? True fact, okay? Um, before he was the president, when he was just a businessman, the term, you're fired, became popular. God did that first. Ask Satan. Okay? Uh, one that became very, very popular is, you get a car, and 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 everybody gets a car. Oh! She was giving out gifts. Um, there's actually a person who did that before her, and we're going to talk about it right now. So I'm going to read you 1 Corinthians 12, 1 through 11, and then we're just going to go on a journey of all of the spiritual gifts that God gives us through his Holy Spirit. Starting in the first verse, it says this. Now, dear brothers and sisters, regarding your question about the special abilities the Spirit gives us, I don't want you to misunderstand this. You know that when you were still pagans, you were led astray and swept along in worshiping speechless idols. So I want you to know that no one speaking by the Spirit of God will curse Jesus. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Let me stop right there. This is a profound statement in Scripture. 
if you want to know if somebody really has given their life to Jesus, the litmus test is, can they say that Jesus is Lord? Does, does, does he have rule and rank and governorship over your life? You've got to understand, we live in a culture now that everything is very spiritual. People like the, 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 the mystical nature and they, and they like the spiritual nature. But, but they don't want to come to Jesus. People love God because God can be kind of, you know, uh, uh, generic. I worship God. I have my own personal relationship with God. You know, I got my private relationship. I pray to God every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is Jesus Lord of your life? See, the, the litmus test is not that somebody got up in an award show and said, I want to thank God for writing all these trifling lyrics. Polluting the minds of 12 to 18 year olds. I'm amazing. <laughs> Writing third grade raps. Appreciate you. God bless you. Everybody's like, oh, he believes in Jesus. No, he doesn't. He didn't say that. He said he believes in God. And there's a capital G God and there's a bunch of lowercase G gods. Okay? And so, and so we have to go past that. Do you believe in Jesus? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, he was a prophet. I believe in him. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Can you say Jesus is Lord? Because the only people I know that will say Jesus is Lord and stick to it are people that have been brought to Jesus and filled with his spirit. So that's the test right there. And this is a great scripture for you to have as a reference, okay? Uh, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts. But the same spirit, I need y'all to be real nerdy today, underline this stuff, highlight this stuff, because when you all walk away, uh, I expect you to re-preach my whole message. And after you do it about two or three times, don't even reference me anymore. Just walk around like a genius. <laughs> hey, come here, I want to tell you about these 17 gifts the Holy Spirit gives. <laughs> I've just been in his presence the last three weeks, and you know, God's been showing me some stuff through his word. Let me give it to you right now. You don't have to tell him it was me. Just, just give it to him. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given. Please get this. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. Oh my goodness. I don't even have to explain this stuff. Here's what I want you to know. The Holy Spirit has 100% success rate of giving people his gifts. There is no one in here that lacks a spiritual gift from God. No one in here. Because scripture tells us he gave one to each of us. Okay. So it gives us all a spiritual gift so we can help each other. To one person, the Spirit uh, gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same Spirit gives great faith to another. And to someone else, the one Spirit gives the gift of healing. To, he gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the spirit of God or from another spirit. Still, another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages. 
while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. It's not, a, it's not what we want. It's what he wants to give. <laughs> here's here's a, a, a list of the nine gifts that we find in 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. The gift of wisdom. That's real simple to explain. You're, you, you have an ability to always say something wise when asked. My, my wife has the gift of wisdom. I'm, I'm, I'm sure of it that if she were to write um, a, a chapter on wisdom, God would automatically canonize it and put it at the back end of Proverbs 31. It would be Proverbs chapter number 32 written by Juliet. She's that wise. My wife has a, an incredible amount of wisdom. The gift of knowledge. The gift of knowledge, a lot of people get this confused with the gift of prophecy. The gift of knowledge is simply this. Uh, the Holy Spirit gives me knowledge about something that is going on with your life so that you will know that it's really him speaking and not just me. So a gift of knowledge is different from prophecy. Prophecy speaks to the future. The gift of knowledge speaks to what is present or what has happened in the past. So somebody comes up to you and they say, hey, you know that time when you were eight years old and you got some ice cream and this bully came and slapped it out of your hand? And that broke your heart, and you haven't trusted people ever since? And then you're like, <laughs> how do you know that? Well, it's not because I'm special. The Holy Spirit gave me a gift of knowledge, and I want to use it to encourage you. You don't have to live with low self-esteem, and you don't have to live being bullied by people anymore. It's just a gift of knowledge. I just know something about you that there's no other way I could have known except by the gifting of the Holy Spirit, Okay. Uh, the gift of faith. I have the gift of faith. I just believe God for stuff. I just, mm, that's just it. Okay. I just have, I just, I just believe God for big stuff and uh, it scares other people and it just seems quite natural to me. Yeah, let's just go start a church. What? In Dallas, Fort Worth, there's like 5,000 churches. Yep. Let's start another one. Nobody's going to come to this church. Yes, they will. Let's just start it. Okay. <laughs> Bang. Cool. So, <laughs> That's it. Gift of healing. Very, very simple. You have the gift of healing. You can pray for people and they'll be healed. It's that simple. It's not, it's not rocket science, okay? Uh, gift of miracles. Same thing. You believe God for miracles and they actually happen. And it's like a bona fide miracle, okay? My dad is a, a, a testament of a, a miracle happening to him. That, that he had a brain aneurysm, he was, should have died, he was in ICU, he was given a 1% chance of live, he's sitting on the front row. It's a miracle. Okay? He, every time he walks in here, I'm reminded that God does miracles. Uh, the gift of prophecy, like I said before, gift of prophecy is you can speak to the present or the future. You say, hey, a year from now, uh, I believe God's going to give you a job in corporate America as a regional director... And you're going to get a $50,000 bonus. If that word is true, you know it's going to happen in a year? You're going to be in corporate America, get a regional promotion, and get a $50,000 bonus. You know what happens if that didn't happen? <laughs> it wasn't a prophetic word. It was bad Tostino's pizza. 
They had a hot pocket before they went to bed, thought they heard God, and they didn't. So that's just it, okay? It's, that, it's really... <laughs> see, it's important to me... See, see if you're going to get spirit-filled and, and walk in the gifts of the Spirit, I don't want you to be scared of them. But, but I also want you to understand them in a very practical way, or you won't use them. People that don't know how to use stuff, they just don't use it. <laughs> I know people that have technology in their house, but they don't know how to use it, so it's just sitting there. And it could really benefit them, but they don't know how to use it, so they're just like intimidated. Of it. They're like, mm, I'm not touching that. It's just, just not. And it could actually help their quality of life, but they won't use it because they don't understand it. I want you to use the gifts, okay? So uh, that's what, that's what uh, prophecy is about, the gift of discernment or discerning of spirits. You know my mom has this gifting. You just know when people have uh, 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 the Spirit of God in them or if there is another spirit operating in them, whether that is deceit or whether that's manipulation or whether that's lying. Uh, my mom has that gift. <laughs> you know, before we knew that it was a gift of discernment, I just thought she had x-ray vision. Uh, my, my parents were very savvy when we were growing up. We wondered why they hosted all the WrestleMania events at our house and why all the swim parties were at our house, because they wanted to get mommy to discern all the friends that we had. That's all that it was. It wasn't like facility. Oh, your parents are cool. You, they always let us come over. Mm, they're reading you. Okay. <laughs> and so there would be certain people that came into our house and uh, we all be playing. And then when we leave, my mom would be like, mm -mm, they can't come back over. Chad can't come back in this house. I written mm -mm, that spirit. I don't feel that. Mm -mm, no, no. I remember one time uh, uh, I was a teenager. There was a couple of girls that came to the house. They were pretty girls, and I was hoping I could get with one of them. And um, we, uh, we were just hanging out in the living room. My mom was making spaghetti in the kitchen. Now we're in the living room, a different section of the room. My mom is making spaghetti. And while I'm like talking to the girls and trying to be charming and haha, I'm a cool dude, my mom was like, mm -mm, I've already prayed for my baby. I already prayed that God would bless him with a holy woman. Mm -mm. He's not gonna be with none of these trifling women out here. I'm in the living room like right now? You are throwing salt in my game right now? They left the house, they never came back. <laughs> I had to move to Texas and find my wife. Because my mom chased everyone away from California. She has a gift of discernment. Gift of unknown languages. I'm going to break this down so easy so that you understand this, okay? Unknown languages and prayer language are two different things. Yes, sir. <sighs> okay. Unknown languages. When you see Acts chapter number two, that's gonna blow up all the Pentecostal charismatics, okay? Because you, we, all the charismatic Pentecostals, they live in Acts chapter number two. Holy Spirit fell. They began speaking tongues. They were all known languages. They started speaking Italian. They started speaking Greek. They started speaking. I'm just making up some stuff now. French, Portuguese. Hisp uh, uh, Hispanic, that's not the language. <laughs> Spanish, Spanish, okay? Okay. Um, they started speaking Japanese. They started speaking known languages that they did not teach themselves. They did not get filled with the Holy Spirit, do a quick recap of Rosetta Stone, and start going out to preach the gospel. 
In that moment, what we really see is that the Holy Spirit wanted so bad for every nation to know Jesus that as soon as they got spirit filled, when they got ready to open their mouth, everyone that was around that did not speak the language they spoke heard the gospel in their own language. That's what it means. And this stuff still happens today. I have a friend, uh, a ministry friend, who, uh, born and raised in Boston, inner city Boston, Boston. Okay, he was born in Boston, okay? The guy was born in Boston, raised in Boston, became a missionary to Brazil. The first time he goes to Brazil, he, he's like, I can't wait to, to, to evangelize and preach the gospel uh, to all of these Brazilians. He gets off the plane. As soon as his feet step on Brazilian soil, he hears people speaking in Portuguese, and for some reason, he can understand it. Interpretation of tongues, which is the next one, interpretation of languages, okay? He goes to respond with the little bit of Portuguese that he knows, and fluent Portuguese falls out of his mouth. I'm talking fluent. He, it wasn't broken. He starts speaking that language as if he was born and raised in Brazil. The Lord was like, I'm, I'm not just bringing you on a two-week mission trip to Brazil. I've called you to the country. And to make sure that you know that you've been called to this country, I'm giving you the gift of the tongue of this country. An unknown language to you, but a language that is known to others. Is that simple enough? Okay, I'll teach about a prayer language at a different time, but I want you to understand that the gift of unknown tongues is a known language that you don't know, but you're able to speak. The gift of interpretation is somebody else can translate what you say because you don't know. That's what the interpretation of the tongue is. Okay. then. okay. so those are the nine gifts that are found uh, in Corinthians chapter number 12. Now go to uh, Romans chapter number 12. A lot of people think those are the only gifts. There's nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. No, there's more. Okay? So Romans chapter number 12, starting at verse 6. In his grace, God has given us different gifts. Here's the word gifts again. For doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is, in, is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Six more gifts just popped up. Okay? Gift of prophecy is already covered. Gift of serving. Who knew this was a spiritual gift? The gift of serving is a spiritual gift. The gift of teaching is a spiritual gift, okay? And we're not talking about the, five, the, the office giftings that Christ gives. These are what the Spirit gives, not what Christ gives. Christ gave five, five offices to the church as gifts for the perfecting of the body. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, Okay? The gift of teaching is just a gift to teach, to instruct, to make people understand. The gift of encouragement. 
I don't even have to say anything to that, so I won't. I just threw my hands up. The gift of giving. I have that gift. I have, I have faith and I have giving. I have faith for a bunch of stuff and I will give everything. I have to have people in my life that, that help me not give stuff away because I will just give it all away. Remember, I'm a literalist, okay? When, when I sing, I give myself away, I mean it. <laughs> okay? The gift of leadership, that's a gifting. The gift of kindness, that's actually a spiritual gift, okay? So that's six more gifts that we have right there, okay? Uh, now go to 1 Peter chapter number 4. 1 Peter chapter number 4. Verses number 10 and 11. Here's what it says. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. He has a variety of them. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever Amen. Two more gifts we pick up here, the gifts of speaking and the gift of helps. Okay? Now, you might think that uh, the gifts of helps and uh, the gifts of giving or the gift of serving is the same thing, but it's not. Um, uh, you, can, you can serve people, um, uh, and that's a blessing to them, uh, and you can give to people, and that can be a blessing to them, but the gift of helps is something completely different. It's when you're actually helping somebody, right? Somebody, uh, 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 give you a perfect example. Uh, you could give uh, a homeless person $100, okay? You gave it to them with the gift of giving. Um, uh, maybe it helps in the long term, okay? The gift of helps goes, hey, I'm going to give you $100, but I'm also going to allow you to come work on my uh, construction team, and, I, and, and then I'm also going to put you in a class, and I'm going to pay for it, uh, uh, for you to uh, understand finance a little bit better. Uh, and if you need some substance abuse treatment, I, I got that uh, planned for you as well. And um, uh, I just want to help you. You see the difference there? It helps is like I got to roll up my sleeves and help you. I'm stacking up all these chairs. I, need, I just need to help you, okay? So, so that's what that is. Gift of speaking uh, speaks for itself, no pun intended. So, so, so let's, let's recap. There are 17 gifts. Like, you get one, and you get one, and you get one, and you get one. There's 17 of these gifts that he graciously gives to us so that we can help each other. None of those gifts are things that we can brag about because there's no way we could have gave it to ourselves. I think they can put all of them on the screen. I just want to show you a recap all at once of what these gifts are. Wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, prophecy, discernment, unknown languages, interpretation, serving, teaching, encouragement, giving, leadership, kindness, speaking, helps. That's a lot. There's not, there's not one person in here that can look up on this board and go, I don't have one of those. If you say you don't have one of these, then when we have altar ministry, make sure you come up. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Because there is a negative perception that the, that the enemy has tried to display 
to you about you that won't let you see that God's blessed you with the gift. Now, let me say this, because this happens so much in uh, charismatic uh, Pentecostal circles. Don't get gift envy. You ever, you ever been at a Christmas exchange? You know, hey, we're going to exchange gifts. Everybody got a little gift. And then you get your gift. And you're like, oh, thank you. And then you see what your other coworker got, and you were like, oh. <laughs> like, you were happy with yours until you saw theirs. And then you're like, uh-uh. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I love my crystal elephant, but... You got her an iPad. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted one of those. People do that with the gifts. <laughs> you might have the gift of wisdom. And it's, all, it's flowing out of you at such a rate, you don't even know that you're using it. And, thank you, Holy Spirit. Here's the other thing. These don't just work in church. Like, you don't show up on Sunday and like, oh, got it. Thank you. <laughs> Who am I supposed to help now? It's not me. It's just the Holy Spirit in me. No. Listen, you can have wisdom and, and own a company using the gift of wisdom. You, you, you can have discernment and be a school teacher, a doctor. Doesn't matter. All of these gifts he gives us, what I don't want you to get is gift envy. So you're flowing in your gift of wisdom until you hear somebody prophesy. And it's like one of those, you know, the rarer ones when they can call out your phone number. <laughs> somebody lives at 1234 Hillcrest Avenue in Dallas. And somebody's like, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> and then they, they get a prophetic word and, and it's encouraging the whole church class. And here you go with your gift of wisdom. I mean, I do help people with wise stuff. Sometimes I post on Facebook, and I, I get several likes. But, but God, God doesn't use me to call out addresses. Shut up! You're, you're not even jealous of that person. You're actually upset with God. He's the one that gave the gift. So if you have a problem, it's not with that person. You're actually looking back at God and going, I really don't like what you gave me. Can, can I, is there a gift exchange program? <laughs> can I take this one back, fly to Brazil, and do like the dude in Boston? Because I, I always wanted to know Mandarin. And I don't want to learn it in school. I just want you to give it to me, Jesus. You have no idea how many people get on their knees and beg for stuff and not realize and thank God for what they already have. He gave us all different stuff because if we all had the same thing, it would get really boring really quick. 
Like, like, <laughs> like, like if everyone had the gift of prophecy, this would be a really boring church. And we would never like where we are now. Because we'd always be getting a prophetic word about the future. Like, so we can never enjoy this day because God's going to do something next year. Well, this is the day that the Lord has made. Yeah, yeah, but in two years, though, mm, thank you. He's going to do it. Okay. Ooh, I got, ooh, I got some stuff to get to. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> ooh, this is good. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, I'm hyped. Okay, hold on. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. So uh, uh, I'm so hyped right now because I feel like I'm about to just smack some stuff, some like religion, some, some cultural baggage that you've been carrying. That's, you get weird with the gifts and, 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 and people don't like to be around you. And you're, but I'm gifted. Hold on. You hold on. <laughs> Ooh, I feel it. Okay. Three, okay, three things to remember about the gifts, okay? Okay, you know, nerds rule the world. I got three points, okay? Three, three things to remember about the gifts. Point number one, uh, God is doing the work. My mom, my mom will get on me for using uh, poor grammar here, but that ain't you. God is doing the work. 1 Corinthians 12, 6. God works in different ways. But it is the same God who does the work in all of us. You can prophesy. You didn't give yourself that gift. Stop acting like you did that. You have a word of knowledge. You didn't do that. God did that. You have discernment. You can speak in unknown tongues. You can interpret tongues. You didn't do that. God gave you that. You get to help people. You have the gift of giving. You have the gift of faith. Stop walking around like it's you. I have seen people almost shrink in how they see themselves because someone has boasted about their gifting in such a way that they feel like if they don't have it like you have it, then something must be wrong with my salvation. I believed God and I sold a thousand dollars and I was a millionaire, bless God, 30 days later. Yes, I was. Then I bought a plane, flew all around the world. Sure did. You need that faith. Maybe you have a gift that he didn't give me. And if you brandish it like you can just put it in a bottle for $19.99. And if I give, I'll get this bottle and I can drink faith juice. It turns into manipulation. I got to take my time here, okay. Um, uh, years ago on the, on the uh, Johnny Carson show, there was a guy who just had an incredibly brilliant memory. He shook hands with everyone that came through the doors uh, before, the, before the Tonight Show started. Everybody that came in, hey, Megan, nice to meet you. Hey, Jim, nice to meet you. Da -da 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 -da. Everyone sat down. They bring him out. Uh, has a little interview, and he starts looking across the crowd, and he goes, hey, Megan, I shook your hand when you came in. You were the first person that came in, and uh, Terry, hey, it's good to see you. You were the 12th person that came in, and da, da 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 He went all around the room and named everybody, no matter where they were sitting. He did not, they did not do it in order. He had a brilliant memory. It was just photographic, okay? 
at the end, he wanted to sell a book for you to increase your memory so you could be like him. He was given a gift. And while the gift was amazing, he wanted to flip it into a business knowing you would never have the gift like he has it. But now he was going to make you pay for a book so that you could possibly be like him. I'm tired of people that receive the gift from God using it to manipulate the body to increase financial gain and you're never going to get their gift. He's not going to give it to you because if he was, you would already have it. Well, I have the gift of helps. Well, you, you need to increase in your discernment. Well, God can give you discernment on, on certain things, but, but the gift of discernment, that, that always resides with you. And, and I don't want people to be manipulated, nor do I want us with the giftings that he gives us to walk around like, I did that. That's all me. God is doing the work. Never forget, it is God that is doing the work. Okay? Point number two, be good at it. <laughs> be good at it. Romans 12, 6. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. It is not a gift that blesses the body if you don't do it well. Be good at it. <laughs> be good at the gift. If you, if you give, be good at giving. Master it. If you speak, be good at it. If you're a leader, be good at it. Be a leader people want to follow. Well, I have a gift for leadership. You should just follow me. Not with that voice. <laughs> Why are you so mad? Calm down. Okay? I have the gift of wisdom. Listen to it. Calm down. Be good at it in a way that it is a pleasant disposition that attracts people so that they can benefit from what God gave you. I, I, I um, uh, there are certain gifts that have been, um, like, like I said, they, they've been uh, uh, amplified. That's a good word. We've amplified certain gifts in, in the body. If, if you have a, if you have a um, gift of prophecy, we amplify that gift in the body. And, and we start looking at that person as a fortune teller. We see them and we go, well, they gave us an accurate word last time. Let's see if they have, an, if they have another one. Maybe they'll see me today. And you start putting pressure on someone's gifting that should only flow when God wants it to. If they start, and I've seen it happen, if you start putting them under pressure, they'll feel like they have to meet your request and they'll start making stuff up. And it actually damages the body. Serve well with the gift. Be good at what you're doing in a way that, that actually glorifies God and not brings attention to you, okay? Another way you can be good at it is the way that you demonstrate it, the way that you flow in that gift, okay? Uh, you, have, uh, you have a gifting 
from First um, Corinthians chapter number 12, and you have the gift of miracles, okay? You should do it in a way uh, that is pleasant uh, and not a way that is hype, okay? So a person has a gift of miracles, okay? This person has a leg, and it's shorter than the other one, and you go over and pray, God, I know you gave me this gift. You might want to move in this gifting now, um, uh, and, and the leg grows back out. You just go, thank you, Jesus. That's amazing. Not, everybody come here. <laughs> Gather around. It's about to go down. <laughs> Stick your leg out. Y'all see it? One is shorter than the other one. But in a minute, God's about to bring that baby out. Here we go. Y'all ready? Put your legs out. Grow, 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 grow. Booyah! Uh-oh! 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 All the angels in heaven, uh-oh! Did God get any glory? Did he get any glory out of that right now? You know what everybody walks away going? Wow! Troy can do miracles. Troy can do miracles. Troy goes home. Guess what Troy starts rehearsing? Troy can do miracles. Now pressure is placed on Troy to do miracles. Next person comes out, leg doesn't grow out. Troy has to start faking it. Leg grew back. They're like, no, it didn't. Yes, it did. <laughs> Boo yeah. Just keep walking. The limp will go away as you're walking. I'm telling you, there's been an abuse of the spiritual gifts. Because instead of all the glory going back to God, we continue to try to bring it back to us. So if, you, if you're going to do it, be good at it. And the way you be good at it is to make sure God gets all the glory from it. And you do it in a way that's not hype. If he gave you the gift of miracles, this should not be a shock to you. I have a friend. It is funny. I have a friend. I have a friend that went on the missions field to Mexico. And uh, the people were getting in line to pray, and um, uh, the, the person was deaf that he prayed for, and when he prayed for him, his ears opened up, just like that. His ears opened up, and, but he was speaking Spanish, but he was saying, I can hear now, I can hear now. And, 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 and so they got the translator, and the guy that prayed for him finally understood what he was saying. He's like, I can hear now. He was like, wait a minute, you were deaf and your ears opened up? He's like, yeah. He's like, oh my goodness! <laughs> the guy who prayed for him did that. And the deaf guy said, why are you so shocked? The deaf guy said, like, did, did, you didn't think you wanted to pray for me. You didn't think it was going to happen? <laughs> it's not that, that, that we, we're, we don't celebrate what God's doing. We just don't want to get to the point where it's a hype show. People showing up every weekend, I hope I get a word. My miracle's on the way. You should show up to hear the truth about Jesus Christ. These gifts are all just added bonuses 
to your relationship. They are not the relationship. Point number three, serve each other. Serve each other. Point number one, three things to remember about these gifts. Point number one, God is doing the work. Point number two, be good at it. Point number three, serve each other, okay? First Peter 4, 1. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Underline it. Use them well to serve each other. That's why he gave us the gifts, to serve with, not to be served. You would not believe how some people walk around with their spiritual gifting, like they are God's gift to the world. They walk in the door, me and my gift have arrived. Let's get him some water. Let's hold his Bible. Let's carry the handkerchief. Let's tie his shoes. Let's, let's, let's do everything for him because he has a gift. And we don't want to make him mad because we want him to give it to us. What? Jesus was all of them. He was all 17 at one time. Came into the earth, got on his knees, Told his disciples, take off your sandals. I have to wash all of your feet. The reason why I'm here is to serve you all with the gift that God has given me. Not only am I going to serve you, I'm going to die for you. I love you so much, not only will I serve you, I will literally bleed out for you over this gifting that God has placed on the inside of me. This is not me. This is God's, and I want to serve you with it. What are we, what are we telling our congregations? What are we saying to our fellow residents? What are we saying to fellow believers if we walk around like we're the gift instead of serving with the gift that God gave us? God gave me a gift to preach. I know he gave it to me. I, 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 I didn't give it to myself. I wanted to be in law enforcement. I went to school to study administration of justice. I wanted to be a cop. My mommy worked for the LAPD for 30 years. I wanted to be a cop since I was four years old. I never drank anything because I knew two detectives were coming back to kindergarten and they were gonna work their way all the way up through my life. Never smoked anything because I knew two detectives were going to be nosy enough to find somebody that knew somebody that saw Tim at a wild party. So I obeyed the law. I was a law. I obeyed the law because I wanted to be a cop. January 14th, 1996, I gave my life to Jesus. And five weeks later, I preached my first sermon. And I have been preaching ever since. I have half a semester of Bible college. It's absolutely ridiculous. I get to travel around the world. I get to preach in uh, universities. I get to preach in Bible colleges. It makes no sense what God has done in my life. But I'm very, very aware and have been since day one. I didn't do that. My parents can tell you, I didn't grow up 
young preacher kid, nine years old in the mirror with a brush. <laughs> and God's going to save you, and God's going to deliver you. And God. I was just playing with Transformers and He-Mans. <laughs> and my, my eyes were focused on being a cop. And when I gave my life to Jesus Christ, he said, I, I want you to preach. And when I started opening the Bible, I started seeing stuff. It was just jumping off the page. And for the last 21 years, I've served with the gift. It doesn't belong to me. It belongs to us. Yeah. I remember when I was coming up in ministry, uh, uh, people uh, that had been in ministry longer than me were trying to tell me, hey, listen, when you go out and preach and, you know, honorariums and charge this much. And I'm like, how? Can, how, how? I don't know. How am I going to have to charge? Like, I have to tell them what it costs? I, don't, I didn't pay for it. I got you. It was given to me, and you want me to flip it and try to put a price. I don't know what to. So it was always awkward. Well, how much are you going to charge for you to come to preach? And I was like, <laughs> maybe whatever you want to give. And I had to just, I, I did it for a little bit because that's what I was taught. But then ultimately, it just felt creepy, and I had to come off of it. And I was like, Lord, you're just going to have to provide because I don't know how to make, I, this is weird. And, and then the Lord started proving to me, oh, you're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to put a price tag on it? I was like, no, I, that's creepy. He was like, sweet. <laughs> I started going to preach places and they were giving me double, triple, fipple, quadruple. <laughs> I don't know if it's a word, but it might be in the Urban Dictionary. I don't know. I started getting five times as much as what I was taught to give. Because God said, if you're just going to give it to me and not charge anything, I'll take care of the bill. Because God pays his bills. So if you have a gift of prophecy, serve with it. Just serve with it. Don't make a big deal about it. God's given it to you. Make sure you serve with it well and, and then let it go. See, see, there's no way I could talk about uh, the, the infilling of the Holy Spirit last week. We have so many people show up and to receive it and, and then not talk about his giftings. If you get filled, he comes with these gifts and he gives each one of us a gift so that we can serve each other with it. I, I think our church is going to go to another level because of what has happened over the last three weeks. When you get, because this is a spirit-filled church, but when the people that are in the church get spirit-filled at a spirit-filled church, some fun stuff starts going down. So here's what I'll say, and then we'll pray, okay? Go back and check to see what he gave you. Check on it. What did he give you? Maybe you haven't noticed. Maybe, hey, can you put the list back up? Maybe you haven't prayerfully considered uh, this list before and, and what, what's one of these giftings that you flow in. Pay attention, though, because you want to make sure uh, that you are not underestimating the gifting that he gave you. Well, it's not really that, but I mean, no, no, it, it's probably wisdom or it's probably knowledge or it's probably faith or it's healing or it's miracles. If it's healing, try it. Pray for people with headaches. See if, see if they get healed. If it starts happening on a regular basis. Booyah. <laughs> Might have that gift. Miracles. Find that one out. I, don't, I mean, don't go to the morgue or nothing, but. I wouldn't go there. <laughs> American practices, too late by then. Um, uh, prophecy, discernment, unknown languages, interpretation, serving, teaching, 
Yeah, that's good. With the unknown languages, sometimes there'll be a, uh, there'll, there'll be a language spoken. Maybe you can pick up on it. Sometimes it, it, it can be uh, uh, someone speaking in tongues. I'll teach on that another time, like I said. Uh, and, and you might be hearing the interpretation to it. You could, for some reason, they, they, what it sounds like to everybody else is like nonsense, but you're like, nope, I can actually hear God in that. You might have the interpretation, okay? Serving, teaching, encouragement. <laughs> but here's what I love about the list. Like, he's not going to let you not have one. <laughs> like, so if you're like, I don't like none of those in 1 Corinthians. Like, I don't like any of the 1 Corinthians 12's gift, and I was taught a different way, and baptism of the Holy Spirit scares me. If you can't be kind, you are fired. <laughs> are you kidding me? You can't give. Leadership, speaking, helps. You have to find yourself up there. And when you find yourself up there, make sure you know that it's God's the one that's giving you the power to do it. He's the one doing it through you. Make sure you use it well. Do it really good. And make sure you serve with it. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you would like to know more about Embassy City Church, please visit us at embassycity.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Embassy Irving.